Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In Virginia, traffic continues to run pretty freely. And on Telegraph Road, southbound at the Beltway, I believe that crash is completely out of the roadway. Now there's no delay getting to the Beltway. On both 395 and 95, all is quiet and no delays to report either way. On 66, WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years. On your new windows, visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Over to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. This evening, overnight, early tomorrow, some very light rain showers will be moving through, isolated in nature, and there could be a few snowflakes at times mixing in and melting. No impacts to any roads expected. Temperatures will be starting out in the 30s will rise into the mid 40s for wednesday afternoon as skies clear i'm seven news chief meteorologist ronica johnson in the first alert weather center temps around washington this evening 44 reagan national 44 at bwi marshall and 43 degrees at dulles at 859 you're listening to wtop washington's news traffic and weather station wtop news facts matter Good evening, I'm Kyle Cooper coming up on WTOP. What happened just moments before that house exploded in Arlington last night? The strange reputation of the house that exploded. No one ever saw anyone go in or out. I'm Nick Ainelli. Did you just get some tiny roommates when mice think your home is nice? I'm Kate Ryan. A new connection in Prince George's County is filling a much-needed gap for pedestrians and cyclists. I'm Cheyenne Corrine. George Mason, GW, and UVA all in action tonight in college hoops that out close down 80 S&P down 3 NASDAQ gained 44. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. After a night of heavy airstrikes, Israeli forces enter the heart of southern Gaza's largest city. CBS's Chris Livesay reports from Jerusalem. Israeli forces say they are now in the heart of Khan Yunis, a city they believe to host many Hamas leaders as well as hundreds of thousands of Palestinians now left with vanishing options for safety. Rushed to the hospital, these sisters breathe fresh air for the first time after being plucked from beneath the rubble after four days. I want my mom, says Lana Abu Safi. CBS News has reviewed a bulletin issued by the FBI to law enforcement nationwide. CBS's Nora O'Donnell. This bulletin says that the most likely primary targets could include churches, synagogues, and members of the Jewish community. Now, today, the FBI director was telling senators that the U.S. is facing the highest risk of attack in years. The Senate approves over 420 military promotions after Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville ended a months-long blockade of nominations over his opposition to a Pentagon abortion policy. However, he's still not budging on some of the highest-ranking military officers. Pentagon spokesperson Brigadier General Patrick Ryder says all holds should be lifted. When it's unclear whether or not your senior uh, leaders are going to be in place at the time and place they're needed, that, of course, creates unnecessary friction and does have impact on readiness. Thousands of professors are walking out of their lecture halls this week at California State University campuses. KCBS's Matt Bigler. Striking faculty members are demanding a 12% raise. The Cal State system has offered 5%, prompting this chant from the picket lines. 5% will pay the rent. Political science professor James Martell says between the high cost of living and rising inflation, many of his colleagues can barely make ends meet. One of our demands is to raise the minimum salary of a lecturer up by $10,000 because it's literally unaffordable. And a lot of them, I think, are homeless, actually. The rolling one-day strike will likely shut down four CSU campuses this week. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Francisco. 
The co-founder of the band Wings and the Moody Blues has died. CBS's Matt Piper looks back. Denny Lane helped shape much of the music from the 1970s. Forming Wings alongside Paul and Linda McCartney in 1971. Their band on the run album two years later hit number one here in the U.S. Whether on the guitar or on vocals... The Birmingham, England native said he found freedom in either role. Prior to Wings, Lane was a founding member of the Moody Blues. His wife says he was suffering from lung disease. Denny Lane was 79. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903 on this Tuesday night, December the 5th. We've got 43 degrees right now in Washington. Rain overnight, lows in the mid-30s. Good evening, everybody. I'm Kyle Cooper. The top local story we're following for you tonight on WTOP. We have new information on that house explosion in Arlington last night. Arlington County police are identifying the man inside the home as 56-year-old James Yu. He's believed to be dead. Arlington County Police Chief Andy Penn explains what happened when police arrived at the home on North Burlington Street to serve a warrant on Yu. As the suspect began discharging several rounds from a suspected firearm inside the house, officers could not locate the source of the suspected gunfire or its intended target. Officers began to deploy non-flammable, less lethal chemical munitions to multiple areas within the residence where the suspect was believed to be hiding. Soon after that, the house exploded about 8.30, shattering windows and cars and homes in the area and injuring several Arlington County police officers. They have minor injuries. What led to that explosion is still under investigation tonight. Police say they're investigating several social media posts James Yu made during the standoff last night. Meanwhile, some of Yu's neighbors tell WTOP's Nick Ionelli his house always had a strange reputation. When you walk past the house, describe it to me. The house, um, it never had any decorations, no um, trees, bushes, anything. And there's always paper over all the windows, um, except for a single no trespassing sign. Melissa Hernandez, who lives near the house that exploded, says there was always something off about it. She never saw anybody go in or out. Whereas all the neighbors always had holiday lights and gardens and were out and would wave to each other and talk to each other. Investigators say the man who lived there, James Yu, had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media and had filed a number of complaints with the FBI claiming that he was the victim of fraud. Arlington County Police say they don't know much about Yu, only that neighbors had called police a couple of times in recent years complaining about too much noise at Yu's house. In Arlington, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. It will be the same 11 faces on the Prince George's County Council next year, but brand new leadership could mean a much different tone when work begins in January after a pretty catty 2023. Chair Ivy, it sounds so good. Calvin Hawkins and every other council member backs Jolene Ivy as the new council chair for the upcoming year, something that's been expected for much of this year. And in her first speech as the chair, she kept using the word unity. We're going to have a hard fight ahead to make sure that we can take care of our residents and to do the things that we're obligated to do. But she acknowledged the need for more economic growth as county leaders brace for difficult decisions in next year's budget. We just have to make sure that everybody's included on making those decisions. Her vice chair in 2024 will be Sydney Harrison. In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. 
Breaking news on WTOP. New tonight, D.C. police say they've arrested a suspect in connection to that carjacking last week involving an FBI agent. The carjacking happened on 12th Street Northeast last Wednesday. The two suspects carjacked the agent at gunpoint and then drove off in the FBI agent's car. It was found later abandoned about a half hour later. Sick with WTOP will have more on this developing story tonight as we get more information. It's now 9.06. There are pledges to get aggressive when it comes to Montgomery County's economic climate. What's the occasion? Well, the leadership of the Montgomery County Council is changing. The 11-member council elected Andrew Friedson as the new council president. In the coming weeks, I'll be announcing some key first steps that will show our commitment to a bold new economic development vision. Council member Kate Stewart will serve as vice president and says she looks forward to working with Friedson. Stewart says she even enjoyed the times when they've disagreed on the council. Because I have always found you to be a fair and honest broker who really respects people and their viewpoints. Friedson and Stewart were voted in with 10 votes cast. Council member Sidney Katz was absent from the day's session. Pedestrians and cyclists using the Rhode Island Avenue trolley trail in Hyattsville now have a safer way to get to other parts of the area. This choice that she made to ride her bike should not be a life or death choice. While reflecting on the death of his wife, Sarah, hit and killed while riding her bike in Bethesda last year. Dan Langenkamp celebrates the completion of the half-mile extension in Hyattsville. What we're involved in is a revolution, really. It's a complete revisioning of the way our society moves people back and forth to their jobs and to their shopping, to their schools. The extension will connect the trail to paths along the northwest branch of the Anacostia River, which leads to Montgomery County and D.C., Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, business is picking up at U.S. Surface Companies. It's now 8.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's check in with Bob Himmler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic continues to run well. Last night they had set up on the Beltway interloop at the Dulles Toll Road with a work zone. They haven't done that yet tonight, but... Be alert in case the workers are out there. On both 395 and 95, everything is running pretty well. And on Telegraph Road southbound at the Beltway, the crash is now out of the roadway and there's no delay. Up and down 295 along 695 and 395, things are in pretty good shape. 66 eastbound, by the way, they're starting to set up a work zone, caller says, near Westmoreland. Exit 68 along the left side of the roadway. And in Maryland, on westbound 32 and 95, I believe they got that crash out of the roadway now. On eastbound 100, a Coca-Cola drive, left lane block with a work zone. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are doing all right, each between the beltways. And no delays to report either way on 270. Live in elegance at the new Woodyard Station Senior Apartments in Clinton, Maryland. Move in this December. Pay no rent until February 2024. Call 301-919-5210. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, now to 7 News. First alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Expect some isolated showers this evening overnight. And first thing tomorrow morning, around 7, 8 o'clock, there could be a shower or two left hanging on around the area. And at times here overnight, some wet snowflakes will mix in and melt on its way down. No impacts to area roads expected. No accumulation. Temperatures overnight in the 30s. As skies clear, tomorrow will turn partly sunny for the afternoon. Temperatures will top out 
out in the mid-40s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 43, Fort Belvoir, 45, and Foggy Bottom tonight, 43 degrees in Silver Spring. The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Elon Musk is looking to raise a billion dollars from investors for his artificial intelligence company, XAI. Musk created the company earlier this year to compete with other generative AI companies, including OpenAI, which he co-founded. Business is picking up at U.S. service companies. A monthly reading from the nation's purchasing managers shows improved growth last month. The service sector has grown in every month so far this year. The red-hot rally that took hold on Wall Street last month remains on hold as investors await Friday's November jobs report. Dow Industrials fell 80, the S&P 500 lost 3, the Nasdaq climbed 44. Gillette wants you to shave your head. It's testing a $45 head shaving kit with the first Gillette razor designed specifically for going bald. It hopes head shaving will jumpstart its business as razor sales have slumped. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, where things stand on President Biden's request to Congress on aid for Ukraine and Israel. It's now 9-11. At Easy Cater, we know ordering food for work can get complicated pretty fast. We're going to need breakfast for the entire office on Thursday. Janet wants really nice bagels. Make sure some are gluten-free. Make sure they have great coffee. Can there also be waffles? Janet has a hard stop at 9.30. $15 a person max. I'm going to max. need itemized research this. Is the budget for breakfast different than the budget? just going to grab it. Company breakfast? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Here's Kristen Ruiz, the Deputy Chief Information Officer at the Transportation Security Administration on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. TSA has a lot of data. We have tons of disparate data. Things like artificial intelligence and other emerging technical areas, they won't be relevant or useful if we don't understand how to leverage and harness the data that we do have. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com. Coming up, Navy takes GW to overtime at the Smith Center and how the Nationals won the MLB draft lottery but won't pick first overall. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? 
Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 915, good evening. I'm Kyle Cooper. Congress is gridlocked over sending aid to Israel and Ukraine, and a key procedural vote is going to come up tomorrow. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he'll bring up that supplemental with the aid for the two countries, but it will not include the border policy changes that Republicans are demanding. Schumer said he would allow for them to bring up an amendment to add border issues, but the Senate's top Republican Mitch McConnell indicated that will not be enough, so this vote tomorrow will likely be blocked by a Republican filibuster and a key procedural vote is going to happen tomorrow as wtop's mitchell miller tells us he added that apparently there was a closed-door briefing today that didn't go very well with some republicans walking out ukraine president volodymyr Zelensky was supposed to make a direct last-ditch appeal during that briefing but had to cancel his appearance at the last minute it's possible congress will leave for the holiday break without approving any new aid. Retired Justice Sandra Day O'Connor will lie in repose in the Great Hall of the Supreme Court on December the 18th. A court spokesperson tells the Washington Post there will be a private ceremony for her at the court at 9.30 a.m. Then the public is invited to pay respects from 10.30 until 8 p.m. on that Monday. O'Connor, the first woman to serve on the high court, died on Friday in Arizona at the age of 93. There will be an invitation-only funeral for O'Connor on December 19th at the Washington National Cathedral. We have heard over and over again how bad students suffered with learning during the COVID pandemic. Now some new research is laying out just how bad it really is for students. The program for international student assessment examined the academic progress of students in dozens of countries during the pandemic and found there were historic setbacks in reading and math for kids all around the world. In fact, declines in test scores were so widespread that the U.S. actually climbed in global rankings simply by falling behind less sharply. That's CBS News reporter Stacy Lynn. The study shows the average international math score fell by the equivalent of three quarters of a year of learning. Reading scores dropped by the equivalent of half a year. Thousands of professors are walking out on their lecture halls this week at California State University. It's part of a campaign for higher salaries for all faculty members. Striking faculty members are demanding a 12% raise. The Cal State system has offered 5%, prompting this chant from the picket lines. 5% Political science professor James Martell says between the high cost of living and rising inflation, many of his colleagues can barely make ends meet. One of our demands is to raise the minimum salary of a lecturer up by $10,000 because it's literally unaffordable. And a lot of them, I think, are homeless, actually. The rolling one-day strike will likely shut down four CSU campuses this week. Matt Bigler for CBS News, San Francisco. 
Now to the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The man who died in that home explosion in Arlington is identified by police. He had some interactions with the FBI. Congress grills a handful of university presidents on their efforts to counter anti-Semitism on campus amid the Israel-Hamas war. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's now 918. Traffic and mother on the 8th. Let's check in with Bob Inler in the WTOP Traffic Center. They are beginning to set up road work on 66 eastbound inside the Beltway, so be alert headed past Westmoreland. That should be along the left side of the roadway headed eastbound uh, on 66. Otherwise, things are generally pretty good to go. In fact, I think it's actually going to be on the right side of uh, 66 eastbound uh, headed down toward uh, from False Church toward Roslyn. Things are in pretty good shape outside the Beltway on 66 so far. 395 and 95 are doing all right. No incidents or delays to report. And uh, traffic on uh, the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, runs pretty freely. Not a whole lot happening. And that, indeed, is good news. Waiting to see if they do set up again tonight where they were last night. And that was on the inner loop near the Dulles Toll Road. And there they had it down to a single lane. In Maryland, on 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all is quiet both ways. On 100 eastbound at Coca-Cola Drive, left lane blocked by the work zone, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway run well, as does 50 out to the Bay Bridge, and running well both ways on 270. Jiffy Lube, where speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Bob Inley, WTLP Traffic. All right, some of that rain that we've been expecting is moving into the Washington area. Let's get the update on the forecast over to 7 News. First alert meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Ah, thanks a lot. Right now, most of that rain is around Eldersburg and Germantown, Damascus too, and Frederick and Charlestown. Moving east toward Columbia, Silver Spring, you're next, Fairfax too, and Ashburn. So we're seeing the showers really start to develop more across the area right now. Not much to talk about in the way of those, again, snow showers, but still could have a chance here during the overnight period as temperatures drop. Uh, by 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, most of this moisture is gone. It's out of here uh, with the exception of maybe a sprinkle or two around the area. Uh, so this is really going to be an overnight event for us. But we start the day tomorrow around 34 to 40 degrees. And that's, again, slightly above freezing. Don't anticipate any road issues whatsoever. We are going to be clearing out, turning partly sunny for tomorrow afternoon. High temperature about 45, 46 degrees. And then on Thursday, pretty similar in terms of the afternoon. Mid-40s to start your day with partly sunny skies and, again, temperatures in the morning probably in the 20s to lower 30s. A warm-up for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You're really going to like this. We're just shy of 60 degrees Friday and Saturday looking dry. Ample amounts of sunshine. Right now, Saturday, the best day out of the weekend because the next weather maker, that is going to be a large storm system for the weekend, impacting much of the eastern third of the country with moderate to even heavy rain at times. And the system looks as though it's going to move out of our area next Monday morning. Right now, I'm tracking temperatures for you. Bethesda, Maryland, Silver Spring 2 at 42 degrees. And Virginia, Vienna, Herndon, also at uh, 41 degrees right now. All right, Veronica, thanks so much. The forecast tonight is brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, how much does it cost to rename a school? It's 921. Meet Greg. Greg is a scammer. He impersonates your bank in text messages, emails, and phone calls so he can steal your money. But Greg is angry. Why is he angry? Because you went to banksneverasked.com and got scammed smart. 
Now, instead of paying for Greg's next vacation, your money is safely locked away in your bank account. Poor Greg, not. Get great tips to keep your money safe from scammers and even test your scam IQ with our new quiz at banksneveraskthat.com. Go ahead, ruin a scammer's day at banksneveraskthat.com. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac, and get another for a dollar. Or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you have a vehicle that your family no longer needs? Send it on its next adventure by donating it to Melwood. Donating is fast, free, and easy. Melwood accepts vehicles in any condition. Give before December 31st and qualify for a 2023 tax deduction. Call today and have your car picked up as early as tomorrow. To get started, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's 1-877-MELWOOD or melwood.org forward slash radio. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 923, a new contract between Prince William County Schools and the Teachers Union could motivate teachers to stay in their classrooms, but the union says one key element is missing. The three-year agreement includes benefits such as paying summer school teachers their regular hourly rates, but Jared Gay with the Teachers Union says the school district's 6% average salary increase fell short of their request for a 17% bump. It wasn't really a proposal. It was what they had already intended on doing in next year's budget. Pay negotiations will happen every year, which Gay describes as uncommon in collective bargaining agreements. That means that we will be at uh, back at the table in April of 2024. The agreement does mean that teachers won't have to do extra work without more pay. Having payment at all mandated uh, for teaching during a planning period is huge. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And the school board and county workers still do have to ratify that agreement. We're learning how much it could cost to rename W.T. Woodson High School in Fairfax County. Chief Financial Officer Lee Burden told the school board this week her office is estimating the change will cost $100,000. Historically, renaming costs have typically been about $300,000, but many items at Woodson just say Woodson, so those items will not be have to be replaced. If the plan is approved, things such as equipment and uniform replacements will be paid for using grant funding and extra money the county received from state sales tax. The school board voted to change the name to Carter G. Woodson High last month. Historical documents reveal that previous namesakes Wilbert Tucker Woodson opposed desegregation. Parents love to blame social media for their teens' bad behavior, and they might not be wrong. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. A new study has found that social media use is indeed associated with risky behaviors in teenagers. Specifically, teens who are continually exposed to risky-themed content eventually succumb. So it's both the behaviors they see influencing them but also being on social media for long periods of time that caused them to feel bad about themselves and turn to risky behavior. For example, researchers saw an increase in alcohol use, even risky sexual behaviors, and gambling. Our digital world is still evolving, so scientists are looking to academic, governmental, and educational sectors to step in. Oh, and parents should limit the time that kids spend on social media. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is all well and good.